It's Monday, so you know what that means. It's time to review week six, even though we still have two games left, but fuck off. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. This is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. If you haven't figured it out, you know, because basically you clicked on it. But, anywho, find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Uh, we'll just skip the donations because I don't know how everybody did. I know there's a couple people that did pretty well. One who did really, really well. I made $20 because I cashed on FanDuel but tanked the shit out of my DraftKings lineup because I didn't have one Derrick Henry. So I have that going for me, which is nice. <sighs> but uh, let's, do the, uh, let's do the game review. We're going to go game by game. On this one, we're going to make it really quick. And, uh, yeah, we're going to make it really quick, and, and then we're going to get into uh, the strength of schedule, which I am not sending out, but I have gotten done uh, for the game-by-game. Game. So we are <laughs> we're good this week. We're good this week. I didn't fuck that up. Didn't fuck that up, but uh, just not going to send it out. I just, the uh, doing the first half, doing the halves, the quarters, in the full season strength of schedules was going to take too long. So I just kind of said the hell with it. I'm going to work on that when I get a free chance, get everything all caught up. The main thing is just starting the work for week seven, uh, today, you know, doing the target sheet and then getting the regular spreadsheet with the, uh, pricing and stuff that comes out today. So that's my main focus. I don't want to fall behind thing I want to do is always try to get ahead. So we'll start out with the shit game. Uh, Denver Broncos at New England Patriots. Broncos won 18 to 12 on six fucking field goals. Good Lord. Good Lord. Drew Locke, 10 for 24, 189 and two interceptions, which is, you know, mediocre at best, but he was coming back from the shoulder injury. So we'll take what we can get there. Philip Lindsay, who was in the write up. Uh, but didn't really, you know, come through uh, too much. 23 carries, 101. Was good for seasonal, especially if he had the per carry uh, average. But uh, any which way, at least, you know, he did get the bulk of the workload, which I expected. Uh, Royce Freeman dug in a little bit with eight carries for 26 yards and had a catch for four yards, but nothing real major in there. Tim Patrick, though. Mm, Tim Patrick, it's nice to see uh, him and Drew Locke, you know, hooking up here. Uh, four receptions for 101 yards. Probably didn't fucking play him because I was just like, well, do you really want to play Tim Patrick against uh, the New England Patriots? But he came through. Uh, Albert O had two receptions for 45 yards. Jerry Judy came in two for 32. That was with Gilmore. Uh, that was pretty much as expected. Uh, from the Patriots side, not much going on here. Cam Newton, 17 for 25, 157 and two picks. Uh, I believe he also had a fumble in this game, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, that was Ryan Izzo. That's right, the tight end. Stupid fucking tight ends. Uh, did have 10 carries for 76 yards and a touchdown, so he kind of did okay, but really he just tanked out. I don't know who would play him in DFS when I said not to fucking play him. <laughs> I'm looking at you, legend. Son of a bitch. Um, as far as the running backs are concerned, nothing really happened in here except for James White having eight receptions for 65 yards. Uh, so good for 14.5 and, and a PPR on nine targets. Uh, Demir Bird, I don't know who would play that guy either. Uh, three receptions for 38 yards. Uh, and 
that was pretty much it. Not much, not much really to look at in this game here, uh, especially when you compare it to the next game, which was the Houston at Tennessee game. Uh, if I can get it to load up here, yeah, thirty-six to forty-two was a Titans win. Uh, pretty much went exactly how I said it was gonna fucking go. Although I did not expect uh, Ryan Tannehill to uh, throw for over. 300 yards that was the only thing that uh was a little upset about deshaun watson 28 for 37 335 yeah 335 yards and four touchdowns i just got back from work i literally sat down and started work on this so uh very good day uh was definitely far and away my best cash game uh quarterback this week uh, David Johnson, 19 for 57, one touchdown for three yards for carry average. That sucked. Uh, but Deshaun Watson actually had four uh, rushes for 26 yards. Uh, yeah, this whole Duke Johnson thing, yeah, how did that fucking work out? Four four, uh, four touches for nine yards on there. Will Fuller, uh, the, big, the big winner, uh, six receptions, 123 and a touch on 11 targets. He's, he's his guy. He's technically not the one. He's the two. Brandon Cooks is the one. So uh, as long as uh, coverage is going to go over to Brandon Cooks, hey, you know, I'm going to hook up with that all day. Will Fuller is cash viable now until uh, he gets hurt, which we know is going to happen at some point. Uh, Brandon Cooks didn't do too bad, though, himself. Uh, Caught all nine targets for 68 yards and a touch. Um Darren Fells, I said it. As soon as Jordan Aikens was ruled out, that's when Darren Fells went into that write-up. Uh, six receptions, 85 yards, and a touchdown on seven targets. He loves his tight end. Uh, Farrell Brown, the other uh, backup tight end you might not know about, unless you looked at the target sheet, he is listed in there. Uh, two receptions for 28 yards. So he dug in a little bit, but nothing major on there uh randall cobb three for 17 and a touch he's just really fucking dead to me right now he's really falling by the wayside he's fourth on the target on the target depth so uh going to the tennessee side uh ryan Tannehill, 30 for 41 364 four touchdowns and a pick uh didn't have any rushing though which was really surprising but the big winner in rushing was really derrick henry 22 carries for 212 yards and two touchdowns. Good for a 9.6 average. Uh, Jeremy McNichols really, I think, is just going to become the handcuff now with Darrington Evans uh, hitting the IR again. Um, and is probably worth an actual pickup. Uh, he was 5 for 51, and he also had two receptions on three targets for 11 yards. So he is involved every so often in here. Uh Big big loser. Uh, Johnu Smith at tight end. Uh, one catch for 13 yards on two targets. He did get hurt. Um, but not, I mean, not before Anthony Ferkser actually got his touchdown. But then uh, later in the second half when Johnu got hurt, that's when Ferkser kind of really took over. Uh, finishing with eight receptions on nine targets for 113 yards and a touchdown, which should have been almost all Johnu's. Just pissed me off. Um, Adam Humphreys, I was going to write him up. The slot was a good spot to attack, but I didn't know how much, how viable he was really going to be. I was trying not to get too cute in the write-up, but he finished with six grabs on six targets, 64 yards at a touch. A.J. Brown, five grabs on seven targets for 56 yards and two touchdowns. And then he had Derrick Henry uh, getting two receptions on five targets for 52 yards. So, uh, very good day. It really was, if you did not play Derrick Henry, you were not cashing. That's what it came down to. He was a key piece. Um, I thought he was a little bit too high maybe on DK, and I, I kind of overthought that on my own lineup. And that's where I kind of went wrong. I could have I could have done anything with the uh, mid range wide receivers, low range, and then punted at tight end. But I try I attempted to pay up because I went with Mark Andrews, so and that didn't work out because you know fucking Nick Boyle has to stick his head in every once in a while. Uh, Browns at 
Steelers, or should I say just the Steelers game. Uh, Steelers win 38-7. to Baker Mayfield, Ted for 18, 119, and one touchdown, two interceptions. He was getting annihilated in this game. Annihilated. Uh, a lot of people said that he got, you know, he was getting benched. Uh, no, they were pulling him out for his own protection. The game was way out of fucking hand. Come on. Uh, Kareem Hunt, 13 for 40. Uh, a few people on Kareem Hunt. I was not one of them. This was the reason I was not chasing Miles Sanders. And I understand that Cleveland is a better run offense. But chasing, chasing. Kareem Hunt, two receptions, uh, three targets for 17 yards. Uh, Dontrell Hilliard actually... Had four carries for 29 yards. Dearness Johnson, four carries for one yard. So basically, I'm going to take my Dearness Johnson uh, shares, and I think I'm just going to get rid of them. I'm just done with it. I'm not going to fuck around with her. Austin Hooper showed up in this game, though. Five, five receptions on six targets for 52 yards. Landry, three for five, uh, 40 yards. Oof, my big loser. Odell Beckham, two for four, uh, 25 yards. And then, of course, he had... Fucking Higgins, one reception on two targets for 13 yards and had the lone touchdown. Oh, my God. Oh, I hate you, dear. Oh, I hate you, Higgins. Hate you. Steelers side, uh, very low-key game from Ben Roethlisberger. 14 for 22, 162 yards and a touch. Uh, James Conner had a really good game, though. Uh, 20 carries for 101 and a touchdown. In the passing game, yeah, he only had one one yard on one catch and a you know one target, so nothing really big there. But they were up big, so it really didn't matter. Uh, Benny Stell did get involved, but six carries, seventeen yards and a touchdown. Uh, Chase Claypool, uh, two carries, seven yards and a touchdown, and then he finished. He was actually the high the high man here as far as wide receivers, four receptions on four targets. 74 yards, so he's getting close. He's, God, he's getting so close to just playing him. If you have Juju, you're fucking worried here right now. Um, but don't be surprised if you see Juju Smith-Schuster as kind of a pivot off of Clay's J-Pool at some point. Uh, James Washington, though, uh, stepped it up for four grabs on seven targets for 68 yards on a touchdown, so not too bad. Uh, I had looked at him, too, but didn't want to pull the trigger on it. Pardon my yawn. Very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. Uh, disappointing Baltimore win over the Philadelphia Eagles, thirty to twenty-eight. Uh, Eagles stormed back in the in the fourth quarter and outscored Ravens twenty-two to six in that one. It was garbage. Uh, Zach Ertz is hurt. He's going to be out for several weeks. Just fucking drop him. I'm not even keeping him on IR to be honest. I mean, you can. Um, but the way that he was playing, I might just say fuck it. And by the time we get around to there, the Eagles might be saying fuck it by that time since they're one four and one. Uh, Lamar Jackson sixteen to twenty seven for one hundred eighty six yards and a touchdown. Also had nine carries for one hundred eight yards and a touchdown. Real long, real long carry. Uh, in there it was God. I don't have it here. I don't have it here since I'm using NFL, so I don't get the video popping in. Um, from ESPN, uh, he had a long run. I want to say it was somewhere around 60, 70 yards, something like that. But, uh, good day for him. Uh, JK Dobbins was <laughs> outrushed Gus Edwards and Mark Ingram, nine carries for 28 yards. Ooh, great. Gus Edwards, 14 for 26 and a touchdown. And then he had Mark Ingram five for 20. Uh, Dobbins was getting a lot of carries cause they were actually ahead you know, going into that fourth quarter, uh, which might have been the mistake. Marquise Brown, four for 57. It's not too bad with Slay playing, but I did say that Slay was playing, and I was kind of backing up. Uh, Nick Boyle, the other tight end, uh, three receptions on three targets for 33 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Willie Sneed, one catch, 32 yards. And uh, let's see, Devin Duvernay, three for 31. So. It was really spread around. Mark Andrews finished two for twenty-one on four targets. Blah, blah. 
go fuck yourself. Probably go back to the well next week. We'll have to check out the matchup. Carson Wentz, 21 of 40. Oh, good Lord. 213 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, also had five carries for 49 yards and a touchdown there. Uh, so basically salvaged his fucking day, but he did have a fumble that he lost. Uh, Miles Sanders was nine for 118 yards, but now he is dealing with, I believe, a knee injury, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so we're going to have to pay attention there. Boston Scott is out there. You're definitely going to want to grab him. Um, but I don't know if anybody, if Boston Scott's going to actually fill in that upside that Sanders had. So uh, just kind of be careful with it. Uh, Travis Fulgham came through again, uh, six receptions on 10 targets, 75 yards and a touchdown. He's his favorite target. It's just bar none. I mean, Zach Ertz was, uh, had 10 targets, but he only had four receptions for 33 yards. So that play was good too, uh, for GPP. It just didn't come through and now we're going to lose Zach Ertz, you know, for several weeks. So. Uh, it is what it is. Do we want to trust in Richard Rogers right now, who is three for 31 on three targets? I don't know. I doubt it. He's just not going to come through. John Hightower had a, a long catch of 50 yards on four targets. Uh, but Greg Ward, man, Greg Ward, fuck, dude. Two receptions on three targets for 19 yards. It was garbage. Just plain garbage. I don't know how they caught up in this game. It was freaking ridiculous. Um, Jason Kroom had a goddamn touchdown. Are you kidding me? Jason Kroom. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, New York Giants, Washington, uh, douche canoes. The douche canoes really douched it at the end. I don't even know. I I mean, I, I won't fault them if they went for two. I didn't catch the end of it, and I forgot to look back. Um I gotta take a look here. Did they go for two? Yeah, they they went for two. I guess I I'll let them go. They went for the win on the road. I'm not gonna blame them on that. It's pretty ballsy, but I mean, you're the douche canoes. What are you gonna do? Douche canoes got a douche, you know. Uh, Kyle Allen for Washington, 280 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, also had two rushes for eight yards. Here's the curious thing now. Uh, J.D. McKissick was really involved here. Um, it might be worth a pickup. I haven't quite decided yet. Eight carries for 41 yards, while Antonio Gibson had nine carries for 30 yards. So you're looking at a 5.1 uh, versus 3.3 average. Uh, J.D. McKissick also had six receptions on six targets for 43 yards. Uh, Antonio Gibson, four for five on 25. Now, this is completely splitting this backfield. I mean, he even had Peyton Barber, for Christ's sakes, getting involved. Four for six yards. Get out of here. Um, I don't know. Really deep leagues. I mean, J.D. McKissick's probably a good look at, but... Uh, redraft lease. I still don't know if I want a piece of it. I guess if you're really super hurting at running back, you could take a look at him. Um, but he just, I mean, he's not sexy or anything like that. So, uh, Terry McLaurin, seven receptions for 74 yards on 12 targets. So he is targeting, uh, McLaurin, which is good to see. Really good to see. Dontrell Inman, the other outside receiver, five for 45 on five targets. Not bad. Guess who decided to show up this week after I'm sure all of us dropped him? Logan Thomas. Three receptions on four targets for 42 yards and a touchdown. That's terrific. Thank you. Thank you, Logan Thomas. But outside of McLaurin and Inman, he's kind of tossing it around, uh, sharing the wealth there. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't really know how much you can take with, you know, Inman or anybody else. Uh, Daniel Jones on the other side, 12 for 19, 112 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Uh, he did have seven rushes for 74 yards, kind of saved his day there. But, I mean, Daniel Jones, you're still not going to pick him up. It sucked. Uh, 
Devontae Freeman really screwed up on rushing prop. I lost on monkey knife fight by three yards. Three yards! Because he had 18 carries for 61 yards. The prop was 59. Uh, I took the under on that one, so that was great. Uh, Darius Slayton, two for 41 and a touchdown on four targets. I initially, initial, initially, initially had him in the write-up um, on Saturday, and I took him out. I left Evan Ingram in there, two uh, receptions on three targets for 30 yards for Ingram. Uh, not great, but uh, you can kind of see here, because Caden Smith, one of the other tight ends, was three for 15 on three targets. So he got target whomped on that one. So uh, there was a little bit more vulturing going on, uh, you know, more than just TDs this week. Uh, I, uh, Me and Joey were talking about it right at the beginning and uh i had said with all the vulturing that we were seeing right at the beginning i said that's that's kind of how i think our sunday's gonna go here oh it was so shitty all right falcons vikings falcons the 40 to 23 winner over the minnesota vikings yes we can just keep attacking the vikings through the air that is great because todd Gurley sucks uh an elite running back i'm still probably going to try to attack uh, Minnesota here. Uh, I don't think it's that big. I don't. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I don't think it's uh, that. I don't think it's it's wise to fully fade the running backs in here. Um, even though the DVOA is not going to show it, I I still say if you get an elite in there, I like I said I used Chris Carson last week. Um. That's how I cashed over on Yahoo. I've been really good on Yahoo. I think I've only missed one week over there. Um, so any which way, Atlanta, Matt Ryan was 30 for 40, uh, 371 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. I can't remember. No, he did not have a fumble. That was Brian Hills. Uh, Todd Gurley, 20 carries, 47 yards, so continue to be involved, but that's 2.4 carry average. Brian Hill, 10 carries for 28 yards, wasn't much better at 2.8. Um, I believe somebody told me that Calvin Ridley got hurt in this game. I have not taken a look at the injury reports yet, although I should. We will. Uh, Julio Jones, I said it. You have to get him in one, at least one lineup. Um, eight receptions on 10 targets, 137 yards and two touchdowns. So amazing. We get a coaching change and all of a sudden he gets targeted. That's great. Uh, in at least for touchdowns in the red zone. Uh, Russell Gage, four for 65. Uh, Calvin Ridley, six for 61 and a touch on seven targets, so it's still a good line. Uh, Hayden Hurst showed up, of course, after I dropped him. Um, four for 57 and a touch on four targets. Uh, Ty Gurley was involved a little bit in the passing game, though. Three for 20 on four targets. Viking side, Kirk Cousins, of course, like imploded at the beginning um, and then really kind of saved it. So even in cash, like you would have been fine with Kirk Cousins. My Kirk Cousins lineups were fine. Um, I didn't, I didn't use them necessarily in cash. I was Watson Fitzpatrick in those. Um, but Kirk Cousins, uh, the lineups that I had in there, uh, with him being 24 for 36, 343, three touchdowns, three picks. Um, it ended up, you know, he ended up saving his day, really, especially on DK, because you get, like, the two-point bonus for the 300-yard uh, mark over there. So let me think here. Fourteen. 14 and 12. Yeah, 26. So he ended up with about 22, 23 right there. And this is at, at his salary. It was really good. Uh, what was not good was Mr. Alexander Madison, 10 carries for 26 yards. Holy fuck. And I said it on that podcast too, that I was trying to get, and I said it in the write up that I was trying to get away from him. And what did I fucking do? I used him. I mean, FanDuel, it wasn't that big of a deal because I could still fit Henry in there. Um, but that's what really killed me on DK. If I would have just fucking pivoted, like I said, I sh- 
like I said we should. Henry was $100 more. $100 more. Ugh. Really should have re-looked at this. 10th and rush defense DVOA. I mean, you can use a Falcon. You can use a running back if they're a pass-catching running back, which Madison is. But, I mean, he only had two targets, one reception, four yards. So they weren't even fucking using him over there. And that could be because uh, Cousins got him in such a deep hole. But that's a real, real fuck-up on my part when I look back on it. I'm not mad about using him on Yahoo just because it, you know, it allowed you to pay up. In other spots, and I paid up for Henry and over there. So, um, Jesus. Yeah, that's just dumb. That's just dumb on my part. It's just no excuse for it. Uh, Justin Jefferson was the big winner at wide receiver. Nine receptions for on 11 targets, 166 and two touchdowns. Uh, Irv Smith actually came through for a, a punt, uh, four receptions on five targets for 55 yards. Adam Thielen saved his day. I mean, you did pay a higher price on it, but uh, three for 51 and a touch. I mean, you'll take that in seasonal uh, DFS. It was, you know, Justin Jefferson was the better play, Uh, especially if you're paying up at running back. You would have probably had Justin Jefferson in there anyways. Uh, Kyle Rudolph did try to screw over Irv Smith, three for 47 and four. So be careful if you're looking at Irv Smith to add for seasonal. Um, because Kyle Rudolph is still there. He is not going away. Next game, Detroit-Jacksonville. Detroit! Detroit! Oh, my goodness. You didn't screw this one up, did you, motherfuckers? <laughs> uh, but Jacksonville did. Uh, really screwed over Stafford. They did not play along. Uh, was the warning that I had that Jacksonville needed to play along for Stafford to be successful here. Um, if I can pull up the stats, Matthew Stafford, 19 for 31, 223, a touchdown and a pick, uh, did run though. had five carries for 14 yards there. Uh, Deandre Swift, they did get him involved. Now he split almost evenly with, uh, Peterson for carries. Swift had 14 carries. Peterson had 15. Um, and I was a little worried at the beginning because Peterson got the first, got the first touchdown. Uh, and had 15 carries for 40 yards and a touch. Uh, Also had a reception on one target for 18 yards. But DeAndre Swift, 14 carries, 116 yards, and two touchdowns. Good for an 8.3 average. Hopefully that sticks in their craw, uh, that they could trust him there. And But, I mean... He still only had, you know, four targets in the game, three receptions for seven yards. So they're just not getting him really that involved in both aspects, which pisses me off. Carry uh, Johnson was still involved. Of course, they were whooping. Uh, so Carry Johnson finished with four rushes for nine yards, one uh, reception for 11 yards on two targets. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, uh, five targets. Of course, we can't get him more. Uh, two receptions for 17, yard, 17 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Kenny Galladay had four receptions for 105 yards on six targets. Uh, Danny Amendola, uh, two receptions on two targets for 31 yards. Where was Marvin Jones? Oh, two for five for eight. Oh, my God. We got to think about Marvin Jones. I got to look at this. I got to look at the game. I was in and out of it. I have to look and see how his route running's going because there's something going on there, something really bad going on there. Um, Gardner Minshew on the other side, 25 for 44, 243 yards and a touchdown, one interception. Did have three carries for 14 yards and a touchdown. Basically took it away from Robinson. Way to go, fuckface. James Robinson finished 12 for 29 there. Um but he did have four receptions on four targets for 24 yards and a touchdown. So it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Um, basically in a PPR, you're looking at what? 12, 14, a little underwhelming, but he didn't kill you. Um, LaVisca Chenault did though, man, three receptions on seven targets. And then he had the one rush for one yard. 
Uh, DJ Chark wasn't even the big winner here with seven receptions for 45 yards, uh, but 14 targets, 14 targets. So Minshew was trying to get it going, but uh, just couldn't get it done. But it was nice to see that he was targeting him that much. I kind of came off Chanel a little bit once Chark came back in there, and I and I said that too um, in the write-up and on the podcast. Keelan Cole, though, man, what the fuck? You, somebody's going to pick up Keelan Cole and start him, and he's going to fucking fade. I'm just telling you that right now. Six receptions on nine targets for 143 yards. Get the fuck out of here. He's going to pop off every once in a while just because nobody covers him, but no, no, it's not something that you want. I mean, if you're Jesus, if you're hurting that wide receiver that bad, God bless you. But uh, yeah, not messing around there. Uh, Colts thirty-one to twenty-seven winners over the C- uh, Cincinnati Bengals. This one got a little bit, little bit out of hand. Uh, I was happy to see Cincy get up fourteen to nothing because I said, you know, punt defense, Cincinnati. Um, I mean, for a punt, you got four points out of them, so it wasn't horrible, but Jiminy Crickets, they really let him come back. We'll get to those stats on Indianapolis because I'm not buying into all of them. All of them. Uh, Bengals, Joe Burrow, 25-39, 313 yards and a pick. Uh, I don't think he had any fumbles in this one, though. Nope. Uh, Joe Mixon, 18 for 54 and a touch. Um, Saw things online saying that Joe Mixon was hurt or can't, was hurt, but, I mean, and he's, he is questionable for next week, but he came back into that game. Uh, two receptions on three targets for 15 yards was Joe Mixon, so not bad there. Uh, Giovanni Bernard, will, always willing to piss me off. Eight, eight carries, 15 yards, and a touchdown. That's great. That was great. Uh, also had three receptions on three targets for 13 yards. Uh, T. Higgins, like I, like I put in there, uh, he is the true number one uh, with eight, tar- uh, eight targets, six receptions, 125. A.J. Green actually decided to show up, but I'm not going to really trust in him. Uh, he just looks like shit. Uh, 11, 11 targets, eight receptions, 96 yards. Uh, Tyler Boyd, usual Tyler Boyd things, five receptions on eight targets for 54 yards. Uh, also had one rush for 25 yards, so not a bad day there. And then you have your ancillary pieces that really don't matter. Uh, Phillip Rivers, though, big story here, 29 of 44, 371 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Get the hell out of here. That's bullshit. That's just bullshit. I want to see somebody pick up Rivers and fucking use them now. It would be great. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, 12 carries for 60 yards. Good to see him get the five uh, five yards per carry average. Uh, was targeted four times, caught all four for 55. So he finished with 115. Um, not bad. Not a bad day in a PPR, 9-15. Uh, uh, but... Not getting the touchdown, that's what I was worried about. I did not see him getting that touchdown, uh, and it did hold true. So, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, he's getting up there in price, and that's kind of the problem. If you're gonna, if you're willing to pay that much for him, uh, you need to be sure that you're getting that touchdown. Uh, Marcus Johnson, geez, five receptions on eight targets for 108 yards. Um, but Zach Pascal was the guy that got the TD. Uh, four for 54 on uh, seven targets for a, a touch. Um, and then he had the tight ends, Trey Burton. Four for 58 on five targets for in a touchdown. Also had one rush uh, for one yard in a touchdown. So that's fluky. Uh, but Jack Doyle then came comes in later and vultures him <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Uh, three for three, uh, 29 yards and a touchdown there. Uh, Trey Burton, though, seems to be the guy if Mo Cox is out. So, um, And then I thought Jordan Wilkins was supposed to be out of this game, but apparently not. Uh, apparently Naheem Hines is supposed to be out of this game. Oh, no, he was involved. Oh, oh 
other outside of Jonathan Taylor, I'm not really using anything anyways. Uh, but do just be aware that Jordan Wilkins really is the true handcuff. Chicago at Carolina. How about them Chicago Bears? Huh? 23 to 16 winners. Three turnovers they forced two. Had them in the write-up. That was a good one. But Nick Foles, whoo, 23 of 39, 198, a touchdown and a pick, uh, but had four carries for four yards and a touchdown. Thanks for taking away the David Montgomery touchdown, you son of a bitch. David Montgomery, 19 carries for 58 yards. Good for a 3.1 average. <laughs> Least he got the four grabs on five targets for 39 yards. Kind of salvaged the day on there based on his price. Allen Robinson, five catches on nine targets for 53 yards. Underwhelming for sure, uh, but you do like to see the target share that he's getting. Um, Jimmy Graham was five for 34 on eight targets. Uh, of course, Cole Komet had had to get his two targets, got two receptions, 20 yards, and a touchdown, so that's fantastic. Darnell Mooney was still involved, three receptions on five targets, 36 yards. Um, but certainly for DFS, it was good to see uh, Chicago uh, Chicago's defense looking like the Chicago defense of old. Uh, late afternoon game? Yes. New York Jets getting skunked by the Miami Dolphins. Yes, I was going to include Miami defense. No, I did not think it was that great of a play. Um, but it is what it is. Joe it basically started defenses against the Jets, I guess. Uh, Joe Flacco, 21 of 44, 186 yards and a pick. Uh, had a fumble but didn't lose it. Had a rush but didn't do anything with it. Uh, Frank Gore. 11 carries, 46 yards. Uh, then we had Ty Johnson get involved, 3 for 42 there. LaMichael P. Ryan, 7 for 27. So LaMichael P. Ryan really didn't do anything. Two catches for 9 yards on three targets. Uh, Brashard Perryman was back, uh, 4 for 62 on eight targets, but Jamison Crowder was still the target leader at 13. Uh, seven receptions for 48 yards, but didn't get the touchdown, so... Uh, PPR side, I mean, you'll take the 11 on there, but with his price kind of being up, it kind of sucks. Uh, Frank Gore did get four catches on four targets for 24 yards. Uh, Braxton, Braxton Berrios basically null and void there. Uh, Ryan Griffin was involved, uh, two receptions on three targets uh, for 17 yards, but nothing really too major. Jeff Smith, uh, four targets, but only one reception there. Uh, I think he was actually, he had Xavier Howard. That's who got the touchdown. So, or the, or no, he didn't get a touchdown. He just got the, he just got the pick. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick on the other side, 18 for 27, 191, three touchdowns, two picks. Uh, he was frustrated most of this game because it looked like his wide receivers, uh, once they got up kind of 14 to nothing, uh, it looks like their wide receivers just kind of just were, fucking around and you could see him yelling at all those fucking wide receivers it was kind of funny uh miles gaskin though uh 18 carries 91 yards uh good for a 5.1 average matt Breida did get six carries for 15 nothing major there uh miles gaskin also had four receptions on four targets for 35 yards so it wasn't a bad day for kind of more of a punt running back play uh i was very happy with that one um Mike Gazicki is not going to be written up ever the fuck again because, I mean, are you kidding me? Adam Shaheen, three receptions for 51 yards and a touchdown on three targets, and then you had Durham Smythe involved again. Two targets, one reception, four yards, and a touchdown. So he got vultured twice. Twice. Ugh. Devontae Parker still had eight targets, but he only managed to get three receptions uh, for 35 yards. Uh, Preston Williams kind of saved his day. Two receptions on three targets for 18 yards and a touchdown. So, yeah, that is fantastic. Oh, let's go to the game I don't want to go to. Pardon my yawns. Pardon my yawns. not trying to tucker anybody out here. I'm just tired. I've been up since one. What do you want me to do? 
Uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay. Come from behind win over the Green Bay Packers, 38-10. to 10. Uh, That's about the best I can really sugarcoat that shit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so angry at this game. So fucking angry. Rodgers throws a pick six and just the whole offense just said, nah, fuck it. And then the defense was like, yeah, you know what? The offense said, fuck it. We're going to say fuck it too. Let's just go home. Let's just go home. Aaron Rodgers, 16 of 35. That's the first time I've seen the statistics on it. 16 for 35, 160 yards and two picks. Oh, my goodness. He did have two rush rushes for 14 yards. So, I mean, at least he had that going for him. Oh, my God. Let's go through the running backs here. Uh, Aaron Jones looked like it was going to be a good play at the start, uh, but he ended up with 10 carries for 15 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Dillon finally got involved, uh, 5 for 31. Good for a 6.2. Jamal Williams, 4 for 34. Good for an 8.5. Aaron Jones, 1.5 average. Ugh. Receiving. Devontae Adams, 6 for 61 on 10 targets. I mean, you'll take the 12 in a PPR, but not in DFS. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, 3 for 32 on 5 targets. A lot of people giving MVS shit, and it's not really his fault. I mean... Granted, he should be able to do it, but I mean, you know, do do his thing on five targets. But I mean, what do you want? What do you want to do when Aaron Rodgers is completely fucking erratic? Missed a wide open fucking Mercedes Lewis. He doesn't do that shit. Does doesn't do that. Five targets for Aaron Jones. Three receptions, twenty six yards. So he's good there. Uh, Robert Tanya. I, I don't. Even I fucking wrote it, but I wrote it up just to kind of go. Are you fucking kidding me? He's second highest priced tight end. Uh, four targets, three receptions, 25 yards. Yeah, have fun with that. Uh, nothing for really from Darius Shepard or Equiamius St. Brown. There really wasn't much going on from the Bucks side either. I mean, Tom Brady, 17 of 27, 166 yards of two touchdowns. Okay, fine. There's nothing major, nothing great. I mean, fuck. Might as well just have Blaine Gabbert in there. Ronald Jones looked good, though. Running backs get real healthy against the Packers. Uh, 23 carries for 113 yards and two touchdowns. Good for a 4.9 average. Keyshawn Vaughn got a little bit of work, too. Uh, five carries for 42 yards for an 8.4. Uh, the reason why Keyshawn Vaughn gets involved, because they uh, made Leonard Fournette inactive after they had been saying that he's probably going to play. All fucking morning, and then I got all worried about Ronald Jones. God damn it. I certainly wouldn't have been afraid of Keyshawn Vaughn with LaShawn McCoy behind. I mean, screw that. Ronald Jones, two catches on two receptions for eight yards, so nothing major there. But Rob Gronkowski comes through. Five receptions on eight targets, 78 yards and a touchdown. Chris Godwin was next, five receptions on seven targets for 48 yards. So not – it was his first game back. We took a shot. I don't know why he didn't cash. Should have been GPP coming off injury. Uh, Mike Evans sucked. Uh, only had two targets, one reception, 10 yards. He was more of a decoy here. Uh, Tyler Johnson, though, had a reception on one target, seven yards and a touchdown. So that's great. Um, nothing really from Cameron Brake though in that game. Sunday night football. We got Rams at Niners. Trying to make this go as quickly as possible here, folks. I value your time. Um <clears throat> let's see here. San Francisco won twenty four to sixteen. Uh was not happy with that. So that's terrific. Um Wow, they just they re- the Rams really came out flat. I gave a credit more to San Francisco though that they came out they came out humming. Uh, Jared Goff nineteen to thirty eight. Oh, oh, hundred ninety eight yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Um, did have a rush for ten yards, so I guess that's okay. Darrell uh, Henderson was the big winner here uh, f- at running back fourteen for eighty eight. 
Um, I don't think he had much outside of that. No, he did not. Uh, Malcolm Brown, who had two carries for four yards, uh, ended up with four targets, three catches for 18, so he was the one involved. No Cam Akers. No Cam Akers. That was surprising. I'm hoping nobody started fucking Cam Akers. We've got to figure out what's going on here. But Tyler Higby didn't do too bad. Uh, three receptions on four targets, 56 yards. Josh Reynolds was involved in the write-up. Uh, five targets, two catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown. Robert Woods, surprising. Uh, ten targets still. See, that's where the Rams fucked up. They were shooting at fucking Robert Woods instead of shooting, just continuing to shoot at fucking Cooper Cup. That's bullshit. Um, but Robert Woods, four for 29 on 10 targets, one touchdown. Uh, Gerald Everett still involved at tight end. Three, tar- uh, three receptions on four targets, 27 yards. And then you had uh, Cooper Cup, real huge fucking disappointment. Nine targets, three catches, 11 yards. Uh, Mr. Van Jefferson also had his obligatory one uh, one toss or one reception. So that, that side was terrible. Now I get to this other side here. You have Jimmy Garoppolo, 23-33, with no picks. So, I mean, he looked good. He did look good out there. Um, Raheem Mostert, 17 carries, 65 yards. Good for 3.8. Oof. Jermichael Hasty though, was the next guy involved here. Nine for 37. Um, I'll have to take a look to see what's going on there because Jarek McKinnon had six carries for 18 yards as well. Uh, as far as the passing game is concerned, Raheem Mostert had two targets, had two receptions, 11 yards, uh, three targets, two receptions, uh, 10 yards for Jarek McKinnon. Um, George Kittle was the big winner here. Uh, 10 targets, 7 receptions for 109 and a touch. I did call that in the write-up that I wanted to get Kittle involved here for a payoff spot, and I believe I did on that one. I can't remember if I went Mark Andrews or not. Uh, Debo Samuel, 6 receptions on 6 targets, 66 yards and a touch. He also had a couple rushes too. Uh, Yeah, 1 for minus 6. Yeah, great. Yeah, no. No. Uh, Kedrick Bourne, two catches, 44 yards on three targets. Brandon Ayuk, two catches, 12 yards on three targets, one touchdown. Uh, went through the running backs. He had Kyle Juszczyk involved, uh, Trent Taylor, all that kind of jazz. So, But that game really sucked. It was a tale of two halves. Uh, San Francisco dominated the beginning, and then um, the Rams fought back in that one. So. Not too bad. Arizona, let's go. Strength of schedule here. Or uh, hold on, no. We got to do NFL injury. Uh, uh, Miles Sanders is out this week. Um, Titans lost left tackle. Taylor Luan uh, torn ACL for the season. Um... Panthers working remotely after unconfirmed positive test. That is also true with the Jaguars, so uh, just pay attention to that. So nothing else really going on here. Unless ESPN's got anything. We'll check them out here real quick, and then we'll get the strength schedule real quick. We'll barrel down that. Ooh, Van Erich was cleared to play for versus the Cardinals. Uh, Zach Ertz expected out three to four weeks. It's going to be a little bit longer than that, I think. Um, uh, Raiders placing cornerback Arnett on COVID list. Okay. He's like their best cornerback, so let's pay attention to that. Uh, Saints still playing at Superdome for now. What the hell is this?
Oh, they were talking about maybe moving the game to uh, LSU Stadium so they could have fans. All right, fair enough. Uh, let's see here. Looking at Arizona Cardinals, anything of interest? Anything of interest? Running backs are going to hit a nice little tear after this week with the uh, or after next week with the Seahawks and their bye week. Going to have a nice little stretch in there. So if you get your hands on Chase Edmonds or if uh, Kendrick Drake fails, maybe you can go there. Pay cheap. Don't fucking pay up. I don't know why you guys keep paying the fuck up. DeAndre Hopkins, okay. <clears throat> Defense. Uh, late in the season. Late in the season. Playoff time. Arizona's got a couple of cupcakes down towards the end there, so... Just kind of keep that in mind. We'll uh, be looking at that week to week. Uh, Atlanta, uh, if you can get Todd Gurley for cheap, he's got a couple more good matchups. Eh, I don't think I'd really trade for him. Mm. Eh. No, nah, he's only got a couple more good weeks in there. Atlanta, Julio Jones, if you wanted to buy, I think that time is gone. Uh, Calvin Ridley, though, with the injury, his back half of the schedule is looking good there. So if somebody wants to sell him cheap because they're worried about an injury, uh, we'll have to figure out, you know, what it is. Uh, but you can lowball him a little bit or just give him a fair deal. One of the two. Baltimore Ravens. Uh, shit. Should have bought low on Lamar Jackson while it was there. Running backs. Oof. Just not doing anything here. Up and down everywhere else on there. So skip that. Buffalo Bills. Uh, no. Uh, Stephon Diggs probably can't get him. He's got a good schedule most of the rest of the season. Uh, John Brown's going to be hit or miss after this Jets game. Actually, if somebody drops him. I might pick him up. Week 10 against the Cardinals. Uh, week 12, or they go on by in week 11. Week 12 against the Chargers. Uh, 49ers in week 13. And Broncos in week 15. They're weak against uh, wide receiver twos. So that would be John Brown in there. Defense is going to hit a little bit of its stride, I think, here. As long as he gets his injured players back, it's not too bad. Carolina, let's take a look. Running, nope. Passing, nope. Wide receiver one, DJ Moore, nope. Robbie Anderson, no. Uh, Wide receiver plus, no. Tight ends, you're not even using the fucking tight ends, so no. Uh, Defense, no. Chicago Bears, still telling you, man. Maybe after this after this week, maybe you can get David Montgomery for real fucking cheap. I think I'm going to throw out a couple offers to the David Montgomery owner. Just going to be honest. Um, let's see, week 9, 19th against the Titans. Uh, 27th versus the Vikings. This is DVOA rush defense that I, numbers that I'm putting out. 25th versus the Packers. 31st versus the Lions. 26th versus the Texans. 27th versus the Vikings. 20th versus the Jaguars. That's week 16. And then if you play through week 17 or if COVID goes, you know, where they delay it a week and they move that, you know, that game maybe to a week 18 where week 17 would be our actual championship. He faces the Packers again, 25th. Go buy David Montgomery. Buy him cheap. Do not overpay. Just say, hey, I need running back help. I see you need a wide receiver. Give him, you know, something. Something fair. So Something that doesn't, you know, piss him off or anything like that. Some kind of a mid-range wide receiver. Um if you have AJ Green, maybe offer AJ Green, but uh, probably would take you uh, maybe like a T Higgins, selling him high. That's something that 
you could certainly do. Um, might be hurting, but I mean, if you have enough wide receivers, you're probably not really using T Higgins too often. So go ahead, sell. Him. Uh, let's see here, wide receiver once Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson has a pretty up and down season, not too bad. Um, uh, week six should have been a really good game. He faces the Rams though next week. It's gonna be tough. Maybe after the Rams one, you could trade for Allen Robinson if he does bad, if he does poorly. That would be great. Um, tight end, get your hands on fucking Jimmy Graham. Come week nine, he's only got one bad divot, and that's week 13 versus the Lions. But I still think he could certainly get a touchdown line. Otherwise, it, he's facing matchups 21st uh, in DVOA versus tight ends or, or worse. So uh, good spot in there. Uh, for sure. Defense, no. Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Uh, if Joe Mixon is hurt, we got to get Gio Bernard, by the way. Um, and once you know it, I just dropped Gio Bernard the other day. Uh, so fuck me. So fuck me, right? Um, passing Joe Burrow is going to be okay. Uh, this Colts matchup was actually his worst matchup by far the rest of the season. I mean, he's got he's got stupid uh, douche canoes in week eleven, but oh, I never took out I never took out Redskins. I put in douche. <laughs> I left in Redskins. I got to change out all the douche canoes. I'll do that on the latest one. Um, running backs in the passing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wide receiver plus. And it just says to buy T. Higgins. But like I said, I'd trade T. Higgins. You know, some caliber like that for Montgomery. Uh, defense, no. Cleveland. Uh, we need to figure out if Baker Mayfield is going to be sitting. I don't know how bad he's hurt on there before we do anything in here. Tight end. Drew Sample will have a nice little stretch run. Uh, after this upcoming week, oh no, not Drew Sample, uh, Austin Hooper, um, Bengals are fourth against the tight end, uh, but he'll be facing 17 by week, 21, 30, 31, 26, 22, uh, seven and 19. So not a bad stretch on the way back. Uh, Cleveland Browns actually have a good schedule versus, uh, offensive DVOA. Uh, most of the rest of the season too, if you want to take a look in there for streaming. Uh, we should be pretty good to go there. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, you're not probably going to get a whole hell of a lot in here. C.D. Lamb, wide receiver twos, as good towards the end of the season, but you're probably not going to be able to get him unless somebody gets afraid with Andy Dalton. We'll have to see after this game. Uh, defensively, actually, they face some pretty, pretty. Uh, Stunted offenses. So, but I don't think we're going to use Dallas defense anytime soon. Denver Broncos. Ooh, I got to hurry this up. No, no. Uh, Jerry Judy. If somebody get somebody might drop Jerry Judy, pick him up because from week nine on, he's going to have a real good schedule in there. Uh, Tim Patrick actually isn't going to have a bad schedule either. So, um. I'd maybe look into that everywhere else. No. Uh, Detroit. Um, probably too late to get DeAndre Swift. I wouldn't buy high on him, but he has real. If he's secure, see, because it's all speculation on whether or not he's going to secure this job. So, I mean, basically from week nine on. Uh, all the way until week 16 where he faces the uh, Buccaneers. He's got a real good run. He'd have a real good run in there. Um, other than that, you know, Adrian Peterson, too, if you want to get a hold of him or just at least hold on to him. Uh, wide receiver one, Kenny Galladay is going to have a real good stretch here for a little bit. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, he's got a pretty good schedule all the rest of the year. So I don't know. Maybe wait till somebody drops him because they just say fuck it. Uh, Green Bay Packers, 
Aaron Jones down game. Maybe grab him. I doubt anybody's selling that. Pass, no. Wide receiver, one, no. Wide receiver, two, no. No, nothing I want to see in there. Defense will have a good second half, though. Looks like. Houston Texans. Yeah, see, David Johnson's. David Johnson's strength of schedule is not bad at all. I mean, he does have the Colts twice. But other than that, and the Browns at 11, got pretty good, pretty good all the way down. Uh, wide receiver one, no. Wide receiver two, no. Uh, wide receiver plus. Yeah, I mean, that would be Randall Cobb right there. But I don't know how much I really like that. Tight end, no. David Johnson, running back. Yeah, running back in a passing game, too. So he's got two really good options in there. Uh, back half, they're not going to be facing that many good offenses, though. Colts. Jonathan Taylor has a real good stretch in there. Uh, no. Maybe Zach Pascal or Marcus Johnson, actually. One of the two. Uh, tight end. Yeah, you could pick up Trey Burton right now. Just kind of be careful with it, with Jack Doyle being there. I won't get too crazy in all your leagues. Jacksonville. No. Chiefs. We know that Le'Veon Bell's going here, so no, we're not going to mess around with Clyde Edwards or Lair. Nicole Hardman's going to have a really good schedule here coming up. Uh, kind of after he gets by the Bills. Although I have some love for him this week. Or at least for my single game contest, which starts in less than an hour, so i got to get this done, but... Las Vegas Raiders, nothing right now. Do this real quick. Chargers. Uh, Chargers, if you get your hands, if you get your hands or you have Herbert right now, keep him. Um, yeah, this is all kind of switched around, you know, because they got the game now during their bye week. But um, basically from uh, what would have been week six against the Jets, um, you got the Dolphins next week, but we know you can toss on the Dolphins. Um, they go 32, 27, 18, 24, 22, 30, 27, 18, all the way to the rest of the season. Get your hands on Herbert if you can uh, for a second quarterback. I wouldn't trade for him necessarily, but I'm just saying. Everything else is kind of nah. Nah, I doubt you're getting your hands on Keenan Allen. L.A. Rams, uh, Goff actually has a really good schedule after the bye in Week 9, so back half, he's really good to go there. Uh, wide receiver 2, um, which would actually be Cooper Cup. It's actually pretty good. Maybe you can get him after a down game. Somebody's just frustrated. Uh, Miami Dolphins, no. Preston Williams, actually. Preston Williams outside of Rams in week eight. Uh, should be really good to go up until up and up through week 13. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Doubt you're getting Delvin Cook. He's got a good schedule the rest of the year. Uh, Justin Jefferson's isn't too bad either. Man, Irv Smith actually has a really good has a really good schedule. Wow. Wow. New England Patriots. Uh, um, no, we're not looking there for right now. Uh, New Orleans Saints, your wide receiver two is going to hit a good spot. Nine, that would be Sanders uh, from week nine all the way through week 14. Tight end is actually all up and down. Kamara is going to be good the rest of the year. 
New York Giants. Get your hands on Evan Ingram. I swear he's got to break out here somewhere. Cheap, waiver wire, something like that. New York's defense should be pretty good here in the next couple of weeks, too. Eagles, Bucks, Redskins, Douche Canoes, and Eagles. So, not bad. New York Jets. We'll just keep going. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. uh, I have no interest. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, might... Oh, Juju's going to hit a really nice stretch in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to hit a nice five-week stretch. He's going to have a buy in there, too. But So if you can get him for cheap, maybe. Uh, let's see here with San Francisco... No, no, I don't know if I do Jermichael Hasty or if you do uh, Jarek McKinnon. That sucks. There's nothing I can really buy in here right now. Maybe Debo. Debo, actually, all the rest of the year, he's only got a couple really bad matchups. So Debo Samuel I'd buy on. Uh, Seahawks? No. Tampa? Mike Evans to finish the year is really good. Might be able to get him for nothing. Chris Godwin will hit a nice little stretch here. Or he's actually in the middle of it. He, and he failed, so maybe not. Hmm. Tennessee. Uh, yeah, you're not getting any of those players anyways. And the douche canoes. Um... Getting a nice little passing stretch in here, but I don't know how much you can really trust it. I mean, he did. Kind of, Kyle Allen did kind of get the job done against the Giants. They're twenty first in DVOA versus the pass, so I don't know, man. I don't know. But most everybody is going to be, you know, just a couple dollars. I won't spend anything more than ten percent of my budget. Um. Dallas Goddard, take a look at him. He should actually be back in a couple more weeks. So you may want to grab him either this week or next week. You can do it for the cheap because nobody else will be on it except, you know, people in my Goat Humbers League because, uh, you know, half the league listens to the podcast. So, But I'm going to leave you guys there. I think we should be all set and ready to go. I'm going to get my lineups ready here for tonight with uh, – Casey Buffalo and Arizona Dallas should be a really good night of football and any which way. Um, yeah. Should have another Wednesday podcast because we're going to have a Thursday night game and, uh, any updates I'll let you guys know on what's going on. So talk to you later. Peace.